everything that goes into it is there for a reason. So nothing's arbitrary. And that's how I think about all of the products that I create. Hey everyone, great episode for you today. We are speaking with Angela from House Dog, an amazing small business based in Portland that sells handcrafted and sustainable designer dog products, all inspired by her family dogs and their beautiful humans. We learn about how Angela started her business, what inspires her to create such amazing designs, and how her products made it onto Oprah's favorite things list. Yes. Super good interview. Super excited for this, guys. And we're going to do a quick life update first. Uh, Izzy, what's happening? Um, I'm embarrassed. Okay. That's, that's why. I'm going to share something truly intimate with you and the listeners. Okay. Last night for dinner, I had a slice of cheesecake and a slice of pecan pie for dinner. I didn't have anything savory. And I drenched it in cream, too. <laughs> Like yep. cream, like you poured like... Like I poured heavy whipping cream on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like a little swimming pool. And then I like ate the crumbs out of the bowl like in this like weird like cream, crummy paste. Uh, I feel like that's such a British thing to do. You guys so love good. your cream. We love cream. A little double cream. It was yeah. so good. And then obviously I hated myself afterwards. And I sat on my phone for like 45 minutes looking at inspirational quotes because I was like, I need to create healthy habits and I don't know how to do that. So I looked to the internet and <laughs> let me let me tell you my favorites. Okay. So find your fire was my first one. Old ways won't open new doors. <laughs> um, what else do I have? Create a vision that makes you want to jump out of bed in the morning. <laughs> But they worked. I no longer want to have pie for dinner. That's good. That's good. <laughs> a year from now, you will wish you had started today. That one oh, really got me. That one, I hate that one. <laughs> I love that so one. it's so true. It's so like, true. I see it everywhere. I hate it because it's just, it calls me out. It's like, damn Yeah. It. And this one will also call you out. The best way to get something done is to begin. Oh my God. I know. Izzy, you're so inspirational. I know. And then I, I logged on to Instagram this morning. I love David Goggins. And he was like, you just need to shut the fuck up and do it. <laughs> There's, I'm like, it's that's, a sign. That's the inspirational quote you need. Yeah. I feel like. I would need David Goggins to coach me for a year. Yeah. And then I'll be good. Yeah. But I feel like you need to give yourself grace if you, you know, if you have pie for dinner after Thanksgiving because Thanksgiving is a thing. Yeah. My, um, my thought was I'll start fresh once the kitchen is empty the only way to empty the kitchen is is to to just eat eat everything as quickly as possible okay okay I'm glad you said that because that's actually what I've been doing lately and Thanksgiving went great loved it if everyone knows from a few episodes ago Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday had a great time ate so much food but I had a lot of leftovers and all I've been doing for the last like five days is just been eating (laughs) The leftovers because I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll empty out the kitchen. Got nothing going on until, you know, actual Christmas. It'll be perfect. And but then, okay, so I've been so tired of Thanksgiving leftovers, which is something I never thought I would say mm. that I was like 
last night, my husband was watching the Seahawks game. He was over at, at my in-laws and just had Albie with me. I had a great night. I was like, okay, <laughs> you know, I have a night to myself. Cool. And so I decided to order some Grubhub mm-hmm. and get a little delivery. And so I was like, oh, you know, I really want some ramen. I was like, that just sounds That's so That's what you got? Out, like on the world of Grubhub, you chose ramen? Yeah. Because it's not was, indulgent. It is. It's like, I mean, it's not like a cup of noodle ramen. You know, I wanted it to have all the like, you know, all the, the good things on it. Anyway. Okay. Mainly the reason I wanted it is because back in the UK, doing like delivery takeaway is really, really common there if, for yeah. people who don't know. Um, so when we were in London, we would do that pretty frequently. And it was Deliveroo. Never had an issue with that app. Last night, Grubhub <laughs> and the restaurant I ordered from failed me. And it was so depressing because I was like, you know what? Yeah. Like, I'm going to treat myself. I'm just going to get this, like, delicious to-go thing. <laughs> it came with the wrong order. And so they did give me my money back for this one stuff that was missing and the fact that it was, like, also kind of the wrong order. Mm. Which I was like, how do you mess up the wrong order of, like, a bowl of noodles? But whatever. And so then I reordered it because I was so set on what I wanted to eat. And so I yeah. reordered it. And then it took an extra 30 minutes to get here <gasps> oh, from what man. it said. So by now it's like 8.45. And you're and like, like, it's over. I don't even want these like, it's too know, salty fried squid, <laughs> like, you know, appetizer thing anymore. I was like, I don't even want it anymore. Anyway, it was just, it ruined my whole evening. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. So we both had disappointing dinners last night. Well, yours well, sounded Mine was great. Yeah. yeah. It just filled with self-hate afterwards. At Af- the end. That's what yeah. I mean. Or yeah. the after after our dinner, we were both just like disappointed. Yeah, and then I did the worst thing of stepping on the scales today. Oh, don't do that! I mean, yeah. the sodium, the sugar. I know. It I didn't drink much yesterday. Yeah. So it's fine. Give yourself yeah. grace. Thanksgiving. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, I guess that was actually also my life update. All I've been doing is eating, watching Christmas movies. Speaking of Christmas movies, have you been watching anything, Izzy? need to catch up before we do our movie review oh god okay yes yes i will watch the things okay i will watch the things you'll have to remind me of what they are again (laughs) oh don't worry i will i will send you all of the cheesy christmas movies because uh, i haven't been well first first it needs to be my birthday because christmas can't just like take over my birthday you're right because is his birthday is this week guys yeah this Friday. friday friday the 4th Yes. I'm very excited. So after my birthday, then I can get into Christmas mood. But I haven't even been in a birthday mood. How am I meant to get into Christmas mood if I can't get into birthday mood? What do you mean? You just had two things of pie. I feel like that's such a birthday mood. <laughs> just, oh, you should see me breakfast. on my birthday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just like, uh, just 2020, just like yeah. terrible year. Don't really want to celebrate anything. And I just need Chase to like pull out all the stops to make me happy. Okay, well, yeah. wait, everyone, until next <laughs> week. We'll see what Chase did. <laughs> see if he came through or not. Um, okay, yeah, we will. But we're also going to do a Christmas movie slash show review, yes. just like we did a few weeks ago of all of our hot takes. Speaking of. Speaking of, we called that down to the T, Queen's Gambit. We did. Is now like popping and 
Guys, it's all because of us. It is. It is because of us. Like, we called this weeks ago when we were like, hot take, Queen's Gambit, best show on Netflix. And we were talking about it. We were hyping it up. Now the entire world knows about it and freaking yeah. loves it. It's all because of us. I Not think because so. of marketing. No. No. I think It's not because it was actually an amazing show. <laughs> it yeah, was because it's all because of the words that we said. Of our hundreds of thousands of listeners that went out and then watched the show. Exactly. And then now everyone wants to learn chess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chess too. sales are through the roof. I hear on the grapevine. I don't I like, actually know. You know, honestly, I watched that show and I kind of did want to learn chess, but I also kind of didn't because I was just... Yeah. It's one of those things of like when you want to learn a new language. Mm. Like, do it for a bit and then you're like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, oh, that, yeah. Like, I want to pick up that skill. That's so cool. Yeah. And then you know that you're not going to follow through with it. And that is probably going to be really hard and you don't want it hard enough to actually put the effort in. I'm, I'm good at chess in the first half of the game. I don't even know how to play. Really? I've never I'll even. I'll teach you how to play chess. Oh, my God. I'm not very good, but I know what all the things do, so. I, I have tried a few times we had like a learner chess like set growing up like one of those things where even on the pieces it told you which way the pieces could move Mm. and i still i i could not wrap my brain around it i don't know why i was just like but i wanted to move this way (laughs) now you're an adult you can figure it out i don't know okay we'll see we'll see yeah so anyway queen's gambit everyone is famous because of us yep and which in turn makes us famous so yeah just saying sponsors where are you at (laughs) (laughs) cool i think that was everything i had to say nothing much is happening otherwise no no we went on a few tangents sorry everyone sorry not sorry let's bring on angela yes let's bring on angela heads up to everyone who's listening to this episode her products are absolutely amazing you see you'll hear me talking about this during the interview but definitely go and buy anything from house dog today if you want it by christmas so we got this interview out in time to make sure that you could purchase in time and actually receive the product in time before christmas if you did want to give this as a gift to anyone or as a gift to yourself to your dog whatever so just make sure you head to there to the house dog website which is in the show notes and make your purchases soon today today you can buy them afterwards too, but if you just want them by Christmas, today, December 2nd, today. Yes. And let's bring on Angela. Yeah, let's get into it. So thank you for coming on and speaking with us today. Let's give the listeners just a brief intro about who you are and what House Dog is. Okay. Um, well, my name is Angela Medlin. I'm originally from North Carolina. I moved to the West Coast um, in the 90s. Um, for my career as an apparel design designer for some global companies that most of you are familiar with, Adidas, Nike, Levi's, Eddie Bauer, oh, and a few others. So cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I spent about 25 plus years working for global companies like that, designing really innovative, um, very sustainable, functional apparel and leading teams um, to do the same. And then in 2017, I decided to strike out on my own and become an entrepreneur. Which is so great. We were just talking about not too long ago. Um, the entrepreneur interviews are always our favorite ones. Yes. They're always so inspiring to yeah. us. <laughs> yeah, they are. We, we love hearing kind of the how you got started and, and what inspired you. 
So you said you made the jump into entrepreneur life. What drove that? I was ready for something different. I had traveled a lot, worked for several different brands in different cities. So I had an opportunity to explore, um, but it was all apparel design. Um, and I had so many different creative interests that I just wanted to explore what that was for me. Like, what are those things that I was passionate about that didn't have someone else's brand vision attached to it? Mm-hmm. And so I decided to take the leap, which was not easy. Um, you know, when you're doing something for so long and it just becomes a habit and it was a good habit, but it was still, I still had this desire to just do something different, like start a new chapter. How did you decide to go with house dog, you know, out of, since you were in apparel before, and as you said, you had so many creative ideas, how did you decide to get into the pet industry? So I, when I left the industry, I decided to think about all the things that I really loved and felt good about and they made me happy and that were just part of my life, regardless of where I was in my life. And dogs were just that, you know, they were in my life since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I my dog's name would be, um, he was the ultimate house dog. He was spoiled, rotten. Um, and so he, he had been on this journey with me for a long time trying to figure out like, what's my next chapter? What are we going to do? Where are we going to live? Um, and so, Wobby's like, I need to make sure there's a couch involved. I need to make sure my lifestyle is, is supported. Yeah, for sure. Or a car seat because he was, he was pretty much my ride or die dog. <laughs> he was like the co-pilot for every day. In fact, I think when I picked him up, um, when he was a puppy and drove up the coast from um, San Francisco, I think he thought he lived in the car. Um, <laughs> But so he was was good at writing. So, um, yeah, so he was on this journey with with me trying to figure it out. Um, So he was part of the inspiration. Um, Also, you know, all the dogs that I grew up with, they were part of the inspiration, too. And then there were just things that I I just liked, like, um, you know, like big tote bags made of leather and, you know, really oversized hoodies that were just super comfort and just to me just felt like love when you put them on Mm -hmm. and I didn't know how to bring those together initially so I was doing them separately I was designing things that I just liked for myself and all of those things sold out but I just felt like they were still in the you know the apparel industry and I'm like okay we need to break this habit so I just started focusing on what he would need to to live a happy and healthy life and so far he had the best food he had the best you know couch to sleep on (laughs) but I couldn't find the toys that I felt were good for him and if you if you know anyone who has a bulldog they have a lot of allergies and you know they have health issues you know Mm -hmm. on a basic level (laughs) so I wanted to create toys that would be good for him to play with and to have in his mouth and um, that were also good for me, good for humans in general to have in their space. And so I decided to um, design sustainable dog toys that were non-toxic. And that's how I started. 
So have you um, previously had toys that have created like an allergic reaction or, you know, something that was undesirable? Um, I just limited what I allowed him to put in his mouth. And okay. I I did that just because in the past, like the some of the dogs that were in my family, they died from cancer. And I didn't know why. I didn't know if it was the food or I didn't know if it was something they were exposed to. Um, so... You know, each time that I create something like that, I, I try to eliminate something that maybe could have been an issue. So, like I said, like, you know, he was mostly around and even myself, like we most of what I have in my home is like natural. And then the food he ate was not fast food. He didn't yeah. eat off the table. He probably ate better than I did, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> um and then, so then I was thinking, well, they have objects in their mouth all the time. Maybe there's there's possibility that maybe things leach out of plastic or um, I just didn't want to, you know, perpetuate that. So I wanted to create something that would be a good alternative for him and other dogs. Yeah. And I think that's such a um, a niche thing as well, because it's not often that you find sustainable and eco-friendly dog items whether that's apparel or toys or you know leashes and collars and stuff it's just not something that's that's widely done right now so it's it's nice to see that someone is filling that gap that I think a lot of owners are definitely looking for too yeah I I didn't feel like I was the only one thinking in this direction um but I also knew that you know for the 25 plus years there were things that I had access to or that I knew of that could fit perfectly into the space um, and I knew how to package it aesthetically and like build something beautiful and, and keep it really simple and you know and use these quality materials um, in a way that was good for everyone. Yeah I definitely agree with your motivations because my oldest dog Lupin has tons of allergies and I am constantly that person who's just like no don't touch that or he can't eat that or whatever and and there is some kind of sense of relief that you get as a pet parent when you know that you're handing over something that is good for your dog you know because sometimes you buy whether a toy treat whatever at the store and sometimes in the back of your mind you're like I'm still going to give this to them but like, is it good? I don't know. I don't have yeah. that assurance, really. And and then also as a consumer, what am I spending my money on? You know, is it, right. is it just a, a, another piece of junk kind of that's just going to end in, up in a landfill? Or is it something that's made with care and, you know, sustainable for the environment, et cetera? So, well, I think I think you really touched on this already. But our one of our next questions was, what is kind of the ethos and mission? of house dog? The, I think the original thought was to create something, you know, like on the surface, I was thinking, I want to create something that is good for the dog. It's healthy, but I also wanted to look at it in my, my home space. And um, so the combination of, you know, dogs are our family. They're going to, you know, they're part of our home. So that's where house dog came from. And then also thinking about the aesthetic that I think is beautiful in my space and can fit into anyone's space. So the brand mission was to offer something beautiful um, and that had um, just quality, sustainable um, attributes. And I wanted to do that 
for toys and, you know, adding in accessories later. And I wanted it to be loved by the dog, but I also just wanted it to be appreciated by the humans, too. Mm-hmm. So that that's basically what the mission is. And my priority for dogs is to create something that's non-toxic, um, have minimal parts. Um, it should be comforting and it should be fun. And then for people, the aesthetic, you know, it should be beautiful, purposeful, and they make great personalizable gifts for their dog or for other dog lovers. That's pretty much it in a nutshell. Perfect. And so you um, spoke about the dog toys, but what other products um, do you have to offer for your consumers? So I have a couple of dog toys um, made out of vegetable leather um, and merino wool and cotton. Um, and then I have leash, a leash and a collar that's made out of vegetable tan, leather, and merino wool. Um, I also have hoodies that are majority cotton. There's a little bit of um, poly just to wick moisture away from the dog's body. And those are the hoodies that made it onto Oprah's favorite things list this year. <laughs> Which that is um, friggin' awesome, by the way. <laughs> yes, that is a big claim to fame. I mean, it's no surprise your products are gorgeous, but yeah. That's so cool. Oh, thank you so much. That was, oh my gosh, that was an, an amazing moment. <laughs> I bet. I bet. So you said that was the the hoodie that made it on? Yeah, upper- so it's okay. a um, majority cotton hoodie that has wool lettering that spells out three very positive words that I felt everyone needed to just have at the front of their mind this year. And that's um, loved blessed and grateful and it turns out that she had the same thought in her mind for her favorite things theme for the holidays and so all of the products that she has featured kind of speaks to that and it turned out that um so adam glassman her um magazine editor and director her right hand man he shared with me that and he actually shared it on Extra, the TV show, that the hoodies were her actual favorite thing on the list, and which was like a huge, huge <laughs> moment for me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Because That's so cool. I mean, yeah, that, that was one of the very lofty goals that I set for myself after I left um, corporate to start my own business. And I had all these, you know, things on my wish list, and one was to appeal Oprah's favorite things list and it happened (laughs) hey everyone as you may be able to tell we're a new podcast so we don't have any ad spots or sponsors we're doing all of this out of our own pocket so if you're enjoying this episode so far please take the time to subscribe give us a five-star review it really helps our podcast so much and makes it easier for others to find us as well What can consumers expect from your products, um, apart from them obviously being eco-friendly and healthy for dogs to have around in the environment? What else can you offer them? Um, I think, so I try to keep things really simple. And in doing so, it's, you know, it's safer for the dog. And it's also designed that can fit into anyone environment and their own aesthetic they can make it what they want it to be 
and they can expect, you know, to, to be able to create something that, um, means something to them and it means something to other people when you can give a gift and acknowledge that, you know, the love that they have for their dog by putting their name on the product. Um, they can expect quality, uh, you know, of all of the things that I've explored, you know, to be eco-friendly or sustainable, like I'm creating and building on that every day. So they can expect new products that are going in that direction and um, to keep making things just better, better and better. I think it's it's really impressive that you have such a, the, a strong mission behind your brand and that you are focusing on continually continuously improving and and I I just really like that a lot of them are customizable a lot of the the products that you offer because I think that is really cool to be able to say like this is you know Arthur's toy or or whatever and have their name on it and and it adds to the aesthetic appeal too Mm -hmm. it's not something generic it is like this is a personalized gift for your dog or product for your dog and yeah, yeah I really like that well, I mean, we all know that's for the people. It's not for the dog. The dog could care less if their name is on it. <laughs> but, I mean, if someone handed me a gift and, you know, if it was for my dog, I mean, and it had his name on it, then I know that they know how much I value my dog. And I think also in the day and age that we live in, a lot of people are labeled as materialistic and, you know, narcissistic and everything it's easy to think that everything is about just how many gifts that you can give people and how many gifts that you can get in return. And something that's personalized is kind of, it lets you know that whoever gave that to you was really actually thinking about you and not just buying it on a whim or, you know, just buying it because it's a stocking filler. They actually put thought and effort into that gift. And I think that just that's what Christmas is all about to a lot of people is you know, making other people happy and thinking about them and thinking about how you can make their life better, which I think this would be a perfect example of getting Agreed. deep. Exactly. <laughs> it's thoughtful and it's also purposeful. Yeah. hundred well, percent. Okay. Well, getting deeper too, from what you just <laughs> said, Izzy, I think it's great too, that if someone gives you a customizable gift or I should say, if someone gave me a customized gift for my dog, as you said, Angela, it's acknowledging that the person realizes how much your dog means to you. And I think that in and of itself is amazing because I think some people don't understand the love that you have for your dog sometimes, like Mm -hmm. the dog parent, you know, or maybe they judge it a little bit like, oh my God, your dog's so spoiled or, or, or whatever, you know, that, that they see from the outside or, you know, you treat your dog like a kid. It's not your kid. And, and all of those things that kind of, I think that are just on the internet and, and maybe you worry that people do think that. But if someone were to give that kind of gift, it's, it is an acknowledgement of kind of like, yeah, I see that you are obsessed with your dog and I'm okay with it, basically. Yeah, you and know? it's okay. <laughs> and it and is I support okay. that. I support it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I mean, it, it, I mean, they're, they're just living beings that give love all the time. And if you're a good person and you have a dog in your life, you're, you feel really responsible for this dog. So of course you're going to, they're a family. They're going to be considered family and you're going to take care of them like you would any other family member. And so 
that leads to just, you know, when you talk about your dog, it's like you're talking about a person. But mm-hmm. it's just because you are, you know, acknowledging like this is a, a special being in your life and you're not separating them from, you know, putting them on a, a lower level than you would yourself or other people in your life. Exactly. No, I think I think that's very true. Kind of speaking of, you know, the the inspiration behind your products. I I just think your products are like so chic, so like I mean they're they're just so forward thinking. They are not they're not generic in any way. They're unique and how do you I guess like how do you create those pro- products? Like what is your designing and inspiration behind when you create new products? So my favorite favorite thing to do is problem solve. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I I've been problem solving on a budget for most of my career. So when you work for a corporate company and you're designing products for them, you have a certain amount of money to work with. You have a box that you have to work within. And in that box, you have to be as innovative and create something that, you know, people want to have. And you just have to really think, how can you achieve this? with this small amount of, you know, budget that you have. And so I've always, I've been programmed to do that for a long time. So at that kind of fed into my, um, my personal aesthetic of not having a lot of extra, you know, like just gadgets and things that are not necessary. And so when I create my product, that's what I'm thinking about. I'm problem solving to be able to give you the most with the, you know, I'm self-funded. So it's like I'm trying to give you the most with a little bit that I have in my box at the moment. Mm-hmm. And I want to create something safe. So that means I get to pull all the stuff off that is not necessary. Um, and then everything that goes into it is just, it's there for a reason. So nothing's arbitrary. And that's how I think about all of the products that I create. So great. I know. I want to hire you. <laughs> I'm just like, how help us create, because we have nothing, but help us be successful. <laughs> yeah. I um, So I started an educational uh, design program at the same time as House Dog. And I share with my students all the time, like, you have to think about ways to work in a smaller box than you, like, than your vision. Your vision can be huge, but you got to figure out how to fit that vision in the box that you're currently in and then grow it, you know? Yeah. And I think it's it's funny you say that because that's kind of one of our mission statements as dog parents. You know, you do what you have, uh, what you can with what you have and mm-hmm. you build on that um, with knowledge or, you know, as you get more, you know, dog mom funding, you can do more. But you know, initially you just, you do the best that you can with what you have. And we should probably take that advice for ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I think all women and all dog moms and moms in general should give themselves awards for being the most creative beings that ever existed. Because, I mean, if I take a page from my own mother's book, I mean, we didn't have a whole lot, but I had no idea we were poor. <laughs> because she could just make something look like it was, you know, just designer quality, you know. But 
we were shopping off the clearance rack, you know, for a while and had no idea that that's where we were because she, she just had a way of, of making it work. And yeah. I think I inherited that from her. And I think a lot of women, we just do it naturally. Yeah. That's our superpower. <laughs> I think that's so, that's so true. Yeah. I mean, we could definitely <laughs> go off on a long tangent about <laughs> examples of how, <laughs> you know, we uh, can achieve or can get more creative, I think, than mm -hmm. a lot of other people. But that is a talent, what you were saying of like creating something off of the the clearance rack and creating a, a beautiful outfit or or whatever. My sister's actually really good at that. And it drives mm -hmm. me nuts. Vintage shopping. Vintage <laughs> shopping is the best. Yes. Yes. Um, well, I think that was actually all of our questions for you, Angela. And this has been so interesting. I'm so happy that we could speak with you before the holidays so we could tell all of our listeners more about your products and tell them to get their orders in as soon as possible so they can have some great gifts for Christmas. Yes, like very soon. <laughs> anything that, <laughs> anything that um, you know, your customers would want customized should be in this week because it is, it takes time to do this. Um, my product are minimal, but it takes a lot of just attention to detail to to make them happen or to get it made. So yeah, if anyone's looking at doing something customized, like get it in yesterday. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we will definitely pass that along. So if they do want to purchase any products or connect with you, uh, where can they find you? So products can be purchased on housedog.com house h-o-u-s-e-d-o-g-g-e.com and if you're on instagram you can purchase through instagram i have about five products that are available there um there if you're local to portland um there are a few brick and mortar stores that carry some of the dog toys and if you're online shopping for other things like furniture, you can visit West Elm and they have the leashes, the collars, and um, the merino wool toys. And then if you're looking for Oprah's favorite things hoodies, you can go on Amazon to a dedicated section for that, or you can purchase those on the website also. Perfect. So there's no excuse. No everyone excuses. listening, you can find it everywhere. <laughs> you can find these amazing, sustainable products for your dog anywhere. Um, well, thank you again, Angela. Just for all the listeners, if you want to connect with us, our Instagram is at with the dog podcast. Our Facebook group is with a dog paparazzi. And make sure you get your orders into House Dog very soon for the Christmas season. All content on With A Dog Podcast is for informational purposes only and should not replace professional advice, treatment or diagnosis by a certified veterinarian, trainer or behaviorist.